Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We were really excited to go chapter by chapter and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the original book series. But that's over now. Today we are finishing, finally, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, what scenes 120 through 124 and... Also... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get a good slurping mm-hmm. sound effect. Mm-hmm. We're drinking. We're slurping. We're drinking. Rum. We're drinking rum. Where's the rum gone? In my belly. Um, cool. So, first we have some announcements and reminders. We want this to, or this is an interactive podcast, and we want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag wizard team on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog, love with it team, have a few extra galleons lying around, donate to Black Girls Crate, check out our new Patronus perks, or send us a churn charm at blackgirlscrate.org slash donate. We have perks, y'all. We just dropped a more a recent BGC Presents Token Black Girls, talking mm. about Lord of the Rings. Uh, Tarvis, we watched the Doctor, Doctor Who The Movie. We did that, that was for wonderful. you. I wasn't on that episode, but I watched it. She watched that movie I watched it for me. I didn't watch it for y'all. <laughs> She watched it and then watched me go, wait, what happened? And then go on Wikipedia to make the introduction. We were both kind of like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know I'm not quite sure. This is all very confusing. Um, we have um, the Patronus Slack, which you'll hear more of as you continue to listen to this. And other... Fire Whiskey Chats. Fire Whiskey Chats. The last one we talked about was Zutara. That was great. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a doctor on soon. The doctor, Kashawn mm-hmm. Taylor. Um, come on, moving on. We have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website to step up your nerd fashion and stationery game. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever your podcasts are found. Also, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. If you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe at blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Um, Tuesday was Amani's birthday. So Ow. shout out to Amani. Happy birthday. Pew, pew. Birthday. Airy season. The legacy continues. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I do know why. I know why it's funny. It's the rum. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I know why it's funny. It's because I'm clever. Um, Because I'm clever. Tangent time. Tangent time. Um, So first on the docket, what's funny is like (laughs) this list just keeps getting longer. longer. (laughs) We don't want to talk about this movie. But also in terms of like there aren't that many. No. It's not like this is a shorter. Yeah, we only have four scenes. Yeah. And then acknowledgments. Acknowledgements. Um. So yeah, so first on the docket is um, something y'all y'all should all know, but I feel like it bears repeating and um, just, it's important. <laughs> that why would the moon talk back to a son? Or, or, or <laughs> the moon bark back at a dog? dog? Usher Ben Raymond, back? y'all. Usher Ben Raymond, okay? I don't really want to get into that. Like, everybody knows about, or if you don't, you could Google Usher and the, the weekend. I mostly put that on there because it that sparked incident <laughs> sparked me to go back and like listen to like Usher's early stuff and Confessions is a perfect album from start to finish. No skips. It doesn't matter. It's like 
I love like the album is perfect, and I had listened to it in a couple years, and like then I listened to it again and was like, nah, every single song goes, and I just felt like we needed a confessions appreciation. Who has been stuck in the house with this woman because of the quarantine? (laughs) Uh, I need y'all to know that it's not only that she's gone back and listened to them, but she's like assaulted every person in this house (laughs) with an Usher song to the point where. Her mother, my auntie, was like, I'm about to get on a meeting, so I would like it if there were no Usher being screamed <laughs> at anyone for the next hour. And we were like, fair. Yeah. Because it's happened. It was like, no promises. But like, <laughs> well, because what happened mostly was that, right. well, there were a couple things. So there was the weekend thing, whatever. But at the same time, Aminata has been playing Yeah on a loop for a good three weeks, pretty much since she got out of school, like since the quarantine started in California, um, or Northern California at mm-hmm. least. She has been She's been playing, to the window yeah. and to the wall. Well, no, because she's not quite, no. she can't be to the window to the wall. That's, no, unacceptable. Um, but she's been, yeah, she's been on Yeah for a good, and I was like, okay, Yeah is a great song, right? It's cool. It's catchy. It's a single. But we can't just, I was like, you're going to make me now, you're going to make me not appreciate, yeah. So let's listen to other things. Other things, but also like, if we're going to listen to Usher, let's just do the full situation. But then she's a certified hater, so she... (laughs) She really (laughs) is. So at some point, she's going to be like, wow, I love this. And I'm going to be like, yeah, I know. But for now, she just listens to a couple songs. Do you know who's me that she does not hate on, though? Me. But that's because she... It's because I like pop music, and pop music is very for her age. Yes, and no. Because I would also say it's like the like I was also doing the most and like you were doing say, you were like I literally I was dancing and then I like you were was, yeah I was I was she was downstairs and I was at the top of the stairs like uh <laughs> I was like let it burn and she's like um I'm gonna go read um so yeah it was also because of the way that I approached it which in real life I'd probably chill but I was having a lot of fun so yeah it was more for me than for her. It really was. It was. It started off for her, and then it turned into me. And then we turned on. And then I turned on title, and it was like recent place. Usher. <laughs> like, but literally, so like, I, I feel like we talked about like my way confession, something else. 8701. Eighty seven oh one. Confession. Yeah. Well, like, I, no, no, no. The third, the second confessions was Ami listening to yeah. Okay. So that was. That was her. It was just the three, and then that was. <laughs> that was, um, that was but her. I will say, like, we've, I feel like we, I, I've talked about on the podcast how, like, like I talked about, we've talked about, like, our boy bands and whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, I'm pretty sure I talked about the time that I had an Usher poster and my dad <laughs> lost it in quotes. Um, he threw it away, which I found out, like, three years later. Um, so, like, yeah, Usher is, like, a big part of my childhood. So I just, I've been. I mean, I get it. Been in there. So, also, on the music tip, and then we'll go on to something else. Um, People really out here don't know Craig David, what he did for us, and what he did for music. (laughs) And I just, like, my little cousin is 21 years old. So. I was going to say, that's not me. (laughs) My other little cousin. So, when I was like, oh, my God, um, No Strings Attached 20th anniversary, and I was, like, super excited. And then she was, I just, like, realized, like, you were one years old. When, like, one of the most formative things that ever happened in my life happened. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy talk to me. Um, And then because I've been on this NSYNC kick, and then Ami's favorite NSYNC song right now is Pop, which goes off of Celebrity, which Celebrity is a two-step album. Um, You don't know Two-Step Garage, you should really check that out because it's 
amazing and transformative and it, you know, changed the trajectory of music forever, in my opinion, um, <laughs> in my humble opinion. And so we were, I was talking to her about that and then I was listening to Craig David and Ami, my role dog, she's a certified hater, but she doesn't hate on my music, was like, who is this? So we've been listening and then I had to teach the youth, as I would say, because how can you be 21? And she didn't know Fill Me In. She didn't know Seven Days. She didn't know, like, but like, like why Rise would and Fall. She? Why would she? You know? But also, I just felt like I failed, and then I had to make up for it. And then I was by myself listening to Craig David. No one else <laughs> so much cared. But the story goes, which wasn't released in the U.S. until later, um, but it's out now, and you can stream it on all platforms. The story goes, still goes, like hard, like hardcore, like listen to it. And then also, shout out, because then he came back around, you know, he had a little dip, he had some, you know, trust me, it was like, it was, I liked it, you know, but I like Craig David. I, I'm just here, I'm picking up what he's laying down, like mm-hmm. always. Um, but there was another, the album after, trust me, it wasn't hidden, you know, it just didn't, he was trying to do things, it didn't really land. Um, and he came back, you know, he's back. He's like a Biza boy, a Biza, a Biza. Abisa, Abisa, whatever. Um, Craig David, guys, go listen to him. He's amazing. And our last tangent. Yo, okay. So we, I know we've been talking about, like, Bianca just said that she loves that Wizard Team has become an R&B podcast because of Fantastic Beasts. This is not R&B. This is just, we spent, we've been living the struggle. Like four hours, four and a half, five hours? I would say, No. (laughs) Like three. Six hours? Like Twenty four hours. <laughs> Eighteen hours. <laughs> so we so because we're like in, in that because we're in the um house. It was three hours by the way, the thing that we're about to talk about. <laughs> because, you know, we're not going nowhere. We have this backyard that like has not been used since we moved here. I, I moved it. we Robin uses it occasionally when Luna's here, which is only twice because my mom doesn't let Luna in the house. Um but <laughs> the um so we have a backyard that we haven't used since not. we moved here and when we moved we moved here like right before Aminata was born, so never used it um it's also mostly because it's bright as hell like the concrete is white so then when the sun is you go out there and then you're just blinded and then why (laughs) but anyway my mom bought this like outdoor outdoor furniture situation so we tried to spend today putting it together um and we failed multiple times and are going to have to take it out take it apart and redo it um but we spent three hours on it and it was hot and it was hot (laughs) y'all and also the the directions are are awful awful like it's just Here's the picture of the thing put together, and here's all the letters and the numbers and what goes with what. And that's pretty much it. Step so. by step, we don't do that here. No. Also, it says you'll need more than one person to put it together, and you need like five. You need at least, you know, need four. four. We can, we'll be able to do it. We'll be able to do it with four, but like five If would it be was great. just two of them, it was just two of us. But if you were like, I need more than one person, let me call my friend over, you would be SOL. Like, and we is. hadn't eaten. I was getting dizzy. We were all, every we're time all, I stood up, I was like, ooh, ooh okay, <laughs> we good. It's cool. And then we got food, and my also, mom was no, like. No, 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 but we also, like, all had to change. Yeah. <laughs> we went out and sweat, we were like, like okay, okay this is cool. Okay, gotta take these pants off. Okay, now I gotta take this shirt off. Put yep, on a, let's put on a hat. Put on a hat. <laughs> sunglasses. I don't have sunglasses. Um, I have regular glasses. So anyway, we got our workout, and we got our vitamin D today, you know? Dark leg Lupita. Um, Sure. Um, Melanin. I'm okay. I'm gonna assume you mean Aminata. 
who mostly just got in the way and asked questions in the middle of us holding things up. Hey, look at my bubble. She'd be like, "Hey, are you guys are you guys still putting this up?" Meanwhile, we're like all standing, like holding this big ass pole, and we're like grunting. And she's like, "Hey, you guys know that?" And like, if you don't look at my bubble, if you don't get out of here, girl. She's seven. She's trying. Mm. Um, so anyway, we're tired and I'm going to sleep really well after this. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, and I got my mattress. Oh my God. I don't remember okay, talking about that last it. year. I don't know if I talked about that last week, but that shit is magnificent. And you know, don't ever go that long without buying a new mattress. Cause I you know. deserve. I'm gone that long. All right. So previously on Weather Team, I guess we have to start talking about the screenplay. Um, yikes. They corner Credence in this in the subway. Credence is the obscurest and obscurest Credence, and <laughs> and Grindelwald. No, I mean, Graves. Graves is Grindelwald. Graves is Grindelwald, and Grindelwald is Graves. And Serafina is incompetent. Serafina is incompetent because that's what it takes to be um, head of a wizarding government. Mm-hmm. Um, Newt. Just starts talking to Credence, all familiar, like, "Hey, Credence, my boy, my homie." That one time we had never seen each other. That one time we crossed paths a little bit, kind of, and we never spoke a word. I'm gonna make sure that you don't die because I've come up against someone else who was just like you, but she died, by the way. Don't worry about it. Don't don't worry about that. You're not alone. You're not alone. I'm personally gonna make sure that you survive this. So he can do that, but he can't answer Grindelwald's question of whether we die just a little. So, I was getting there. Sorry, I just, skipped ahead. Sorry. Um, so Newt and Gra- and Graves are fighting for Credence's soul, um, and then Serafina comes in, or no, Tina comes in. She says two words, and then Credence is like, "Oh, my savior, who you saved me that one time when you knocked my mom out." But I don't really remember that because we all got obliviated afterwards. But apparently, I somehow still do remember that. Um, and then. Serafina comes in and murks Credence for being an abused wizard who the wizarding world never found and who wasn't taken proper care of, but he exposed them all. Well, I was going to say, the muggles were going to take pictures. He exposed their community that he wasn't a part of because no one helped him out, Mm -hmm. ever. And somehow, the muggles, or the nomadges, made the connection real quick. They were like, oh, it was you. It was you. I'm finna sue you, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... So Credence gets smirked, um, but there's like speckles of Credence, you know, like Credence ash um, flying around, particles, if you will, and pim particles. <laughs> Not really. Sorry. Um, and Newt's like, you know what else I discovered? You know, I find, I find Fantastic Beasts, but I also find that Graves is Grindelwald. And I know that because I do, because Rebellio. That's all I As opposed to thinking like, yo, this Graves dude is wildin'. They probably should have checked him out. Like, that's crazy. Y'all really got him radicalized. As the head of of our department or whatever, whatever he is, he's a cop. And he's like, dang, y'all got radicalized. You mean to tell me they're not radicalized cops in this I'm not saying that. You mean to tell me they're not cops who believe in supremacy? I wasn't saying that. I was saying that instead of just thinking that. Oh. He thought, thought, now this must be the greatest dark wizard of all time. (laughs) Pre-Voldemort. Yes. Like, that's, that was his thought process. He's like, it can't be. That you're just. Can't be, because like, you know. A radical. Y'all are really, yeah, no, it couldn't be that. There's no way. Those are all upstanding citizens. It absolutely had to have been. No matter what. This like, great dark wizard who's been. And then he says. All over, untraceable. Rebellio. 
And lo and behold, he was right. He was right. That's was crazy, right. right? He was like Revelio. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we didn't... Why didn't we think of Revelio? They didn't Revelio. think of it because that's not how Revelio works. That's why they didn't Ooh, think about it. <laughs> I didn't think... I didn't know that that was, you know... I didn't know that was a spell. It could all be so simple. But, you know, the Wizards rather make it hard. And then, you know, Graves becomes Grindelwald and he asks philosoph- philosophical questions. And as a great philosopher once said, we all die. Catch your bag. <laughs> Don't worry about what I'm doing. Sorry. Said, and that's a different. I know. Great but you said, I, I yeah. know. You said a great philosopher. I did. That's the one that I know. Yeah. But this yeah. great, this, this, um, paragon of deep thought said, we all die. No, will we die? Will he asked, we die? He posed the question. Will we die? Um, just a little. Just a little. Which is bad sentence structure. Also, for what? Like, die <laughs> in what way? And what does that have to do with anything? No one knows. No one knows. Um, anyway, now, then he here. got arrested. And my, and then they were like, but the muggles know. Um, and oh, 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 muggles, I forgot. My yeah. brain. I so rejected it. So in order to it. make the muggles not know. I rejected it. Newt somehow was like, yo, so apparently if you mix a Thunderbird's rain with a swooping evil's venom, that shit is obliviative, which is a word that I that I think he used, but you also never it. heard. No, I think he said it. Obliv- okay. Obliviative properties. Obliviative properties. Yeah, like apparently those two things together work. And then apparently, also, the rain in in New York, it the rain rains, in Spain it immediately goes, apparently the rain goes into the drain and then immediately cycles into like the drinking water, the shower water, the, the, the tea that you already that you already poured before the rain started all that shit somehow it just the magic the bathtub, in the water brushing all together so everybody is oblivious oblivious did um and so yeah so that's so there's that plot hole fixed um except now Jacob has to be oblivious and um you know what would have made more sense. But not, it still would have made any sense, but it would have, like, I would have bought it better. Mm-hmm. As if the Thunderbird could somehow, like, infuse it into the, like, you know, we're, like, 70% water as humans. So, like, it's, like, <laughs> like, the water already in your body. Yeah, with Thunderbird, I think the whole point, like, in this, and not, like, you know, in actual life and, like, culture and all that, um... Is just supposed to make rain? I don't know. Uh, anyway, um, I don't know. What were we talking about? Oh, talking Jacob about has to be oblivious. Oh, Jacob. And but so Serafina Pickery was like, "You got to oblivious this dude. We got no matches, no no matches left behind. So we no, finna, no So he gotta go. I'm a whole job. Is to no it. no match a double negative? So if you say no, 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 no matches, no, 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 no matches. If you say no, no matches, no, that means it's a no matches. No, 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 no. You say no, 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 no. You say yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you fronting when you really? When you know you really want. Wow, that line is. Why are you fronting when you know you really want it? Eek. Ooh, it's all 90s music of a time. Awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, just, it's 
of a time. Wow. When consent was... Wow. Consent was... Dubious. Dubious at best. Wow. That's crazy. Well, you know you want me. I can see it in your eyes. Oh, my God! Can we just... We might as well just start listening to the R&B podcast. Robin and Bayana. Robin and Bayana. That's weird. Beyonce. R&B. I mean, that wasn't Beyonce. She didn't write that. Who wrote no, 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 no. I don't know. That's, uh... Dark Child did this to us. Dark Child? I don't know. Like the Cursed Child? No, Dark Child. Like Dark Child, like... Like the producer. Word. Okay, sorry. I just was... (laughs) I don't, know. I don't even know what what time zone we're in now. Right, Timeline. John Cuz. Written by Calvin Gangs, Mary Brown, Rob Tussari, Vincent Herbert, and a lot of people up in here. Cool. And Wyclef John. Um, no, but, and recorded. Whoo, was production. Wyclef John was consulted to produce and appear on a remix of the song, so... Just written yeah, because no, because there's a like that song. Yeah, I know that, like, but this is the remix. <laughs> this is, oh, this is bad. Anyway, it really doesn't matter. The point is, the Nomadges that you front can't, and I can see it in your eyes. Gotta all, yeah, yikes. They all gotta go, um, be obliviated. And so, Seraphine Pickery is like, you know, the law, you gotta do it. All right, I'm gonna trust y'all to do that, even though I ain't really been able to trust y'all to do nothing this whole time, but I gotta go. I got. Wow. things to do um and so she leaves and that's where we left off boy i know you want me just as much as i want you so come and get my love it's all here for you if you keep acting this way you're gonna lose my love i ain't got no time to play you better hurry up because every time i come around crew runs around your way i see you on the corner but you don't know what to say sorry when i walk up to you baby you seem so shy because he don't want you yikes What's the problem, baby? Never had a girl like I. Or he don't want you. I can see right through you and you know and you know you want to be mine. So get your act together because we're running out of time. Wow. Every time I see you with your boys, that's the part I remember really well. You pretend as if you don't want me. Right. When I get you home, you call me, me on the phone, phone and tell me how much you care. care. Which okay. then makes me think about, like, say my name. You right. know what I'm saying? But, like, the beginning makes but it seem like something else. Sounds, the beginning makes it seem like Too close. he just, right? <laughs> he said, step <laughs> back, girl. You being kind of close. <laughs> I feel a little puck coming through on you. And she's saying, I know you want me. Why are you fronting when you really, <laughs> no, you really want it? it. <laughs> you know I can't help it. <laughs> should talk about anyway actually no first sponsors sponsors they got us we have things to tell you about people that you should check out and do things with indubitably (laughs) all right let's just let's let's just get into it because i don't even know what's even happening now um what's happening is we put one part rum to two parts ginger beer Mm, that was more like one part ginger beer because you had mine up here and then you. <laughs> okay. I think it's one to one with some we ice. Put, okay, half rum, half ginger beer. 
I put a lot of ice in there, though. I, I put guess. a lot of ice in there. That's true, but like, and it's then still like we didn't have any lime or mint, so we put zest. lemon zest and then a little bit of lemon juice. Okay, so let's do it. Scene one twenty. <laughs> <laughs> We're outside of the subway at dawn. Um, please stop. <laughs> Just put it down. Okay. Um, Jacob leads the others up the steps of the subway. Queenie is following close behind him. Um, rain is still falling, but the streets are now almost empty because apparently the Thunderbirds, oblivion of properties, also make you forget Where you that you're going, like in you New York doing. and that New York is like never empty except you know when we're in a global, <laughs> global pandemic. But this is the, the time for them. Who's to say that? And I'm this is this isn't like they're like shelter in place, but they don't know. They were all there when they should have been sheltering in place, and now that they don't know that there wasn't obscurance, yeah, they should just be now out. They should just be lives. out walking around, but now it's empty. Mm. So they are in Harlem, and, and no, they're not. They're in Times Square. Oh, okay. So this really makes no sense. I was gonna be like, because you know, black people here just like the rain. No thanks. Unless yes, football. but it was all so white we'll do people. for football. But it was all white people. You're there right. are no black You're people. Right. In this. You're right. You're completely so, correct. Yeah. Okay. Um Serafina had on a turban, she was fine. <laughs> she had on her bonnet. Um Jacob has reached the top of the steps. Uh he's gazing at the rain. Queenie reaches out, grabs his coat, willing him not to move out into the street. Um and he's like he turns to her and it's like, This is for the best. I was never even supposed to be here, which is like true, but at this point, it's a little too late for that, but whatever. He's fighting back tears, Queenie gazes up at him. Her beautiful face full of distress, which like, okay. Um, Tina and Newt also look incredibly sad. Um, and he's like, everybody knows Newt only came, uh, kept me around because, hey, Newt, why do you keep me around? Um, Newt has to be explicit. It doesn't come easy. Because I like you. Because you're my friend. And I'll never forget how you helped me, Jacob. Which is like, I guess true, but not really what was happening at the beginning. Unless it was just like, hey, your egg hatch. Was that the point where he was like, oh, best friends forever. Yep. Cool. I just wanted to check. Um, also, again, this is all this, like, this is supposed to be, like, mad emotional. It actually, spoiler alert, does not matter at all. At all. Um, so Jacob is overcome with emotion at Newt's answer. And he's like, oh. Um, and then Queenie's like, I'll come with you. We'll go somewhere. And I'm like, you've known him for all of two days. You're also, I've woman. never been overcome with emotion because someone called me their friend. I've been like, really? What's Maybe wrong it's with like you? a man thing. No, because men don't have feelings. I know, but that's the thing. It's like, oh, dang, you express your feelings and now I'm really uncomfortable and I also have feelings. I don't know. I'm not a man. I just <laughs> I just assumed that that's what J.K. Rowling was trying I'm to get. I'm not a man. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, they're all like supposed to be repressed. Maybe not Jacob as like a muggle. Yes. Repressed or whatever. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Queenie's ready to risk it all for those nomads that she's known for all of two days. Um, she's not saying no, no, no. She's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, she's like, I ain't never gonna find anyone like, and he's like, there's loads like me. And she's like, there's only one like you. Uh, the pain is almost unbearable in the same way that, you know. Yeah, I know. Child, I've been reading this. <laughs> I've been reading this for 124 scenes, and let me tell you, the pain. It's unbearable. It's unbearable. Yeah. Um, oh, she was talking about with Queenie. Spinning in my head, oh, I'd rather be dead. <laughs> Spinning around and around. 
to the end of the road. No, no. I really want to <laughs> let go. It's unnatural. turns to face the rain um newt's like jacob and then jacob says it's okay it's just like waking up right so you know he said, once again storms may come this i know for sure <laughs> tell me baby can you stay and then jacob said i can stand the rain oh yeah <laughs> Frank started with the Nehu at the beginning. We just didn't read it last time. We skipped it by accident. We skipped it. He flapped up there and he said, Nehu. <laughs> okay. Um, so. He said, Nehu. So, <laughs> um, so, so, wait, but I have parallels. I can't because um, you just, Frank said, He did. Can somebody make Amani? I know you're in there. Can you just make like a gif or a thing of Frank flapping up into the thing? thought that was not that um so when he's like it's just like waking up again it's just like uh harry in the forest asking oh. if it will it hurt to die and then sirius is like it's as quick and easy as falling so like it's just all like the parallels are not it just feels like she's it's not profound herself. he's just yeah she's just co- co- <laughs> like, she's like she's plagiarizing herself but yeah and i'm just like can we not um, so the group smiles back at him encouragingly. He walks backward into the rain. Queenie creates a magical umbrella with her wand, steps out towards Jacob. She moves close, tenderly stroking his face before closing her eyes and bending it gently to kiss him or whatever. When she's stroking um, his face, do you think it's his cheek? <laughs> social distance. It's not. It's not his cheek. No, oh, yeah, it is his cheek, right? Yeah. No, it's supposed to be... Stroking his face. That's just another way of saying stroking his but cheek. It's, but it's like, I don't know that it would be... I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I mean, y'all could watch the movie and <laughs> let, us, let know. us know. Um, oh, but so yeah, so he's walking. So he kisses her, or she kisses him, or whatever. Which like is weird because she could have done this before he stepped in the rain. And also, he 
it takes longer. And I mean, okay, I could see them saying like the reason it takes longer for him to lose his memory is because he has more memories. memories yeah. So like I could I could see that. Um, but I also just don't get why he didn't just she didn't just kiss him beforehand. But maybe because maybe he wouldn't have left. But then like uh, it really doesn't matter because his memory is not gone permanently anyway. Spoiler alert. Um, you don't know why she wrote the romance the way she wrote the romance? No, I was just... Well, yes, but... Never mind. Um, finally, she pulls slowly away, her gaze not leaving Jacob's face even for a second. Then suddenly she's gone, leaving Jacob standing, arms out, longingly embracing no one. Which I think was meant to be like a comical beat, if I partially remember correctly like she leaves and then he's sitting there kind of like the doctor mm-hmm. in season eight where he's his hands are all awkward because he's getting a hug um jacob's face closing on his face as he fully wakes up um he finally moves off to the streets a lonely figure <clears throat> um scene 121 we're at jacob's canning factory uh, a week later so oops, excuse me an exhausted jacob surrounded by a crowd of similarly overall production line workers is leaving after a hard day shift. Overall, like that's what they're wearing. Yeah, they're overalls. I read this and I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> then hearing you, hearing you say it, I got they're it. all in overalls. I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Yeah. I got it now. Yeah. Um, Portia said again, so many cheeks. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so he carries a battered leather case, a man walks toward him, Newt. They collide, Jacob's case is knocked to the ground, so, you know, parallels from the beginning. Um, sorry, so sorry, says Newt. He moves swiftly and purposely onward. Jacob, Jacob, with no recognition, is like, hey. He bends, picks up his case. It's suddenly very heavy. Um, he opens it. And because oh, no, one of the catches flicks open of its own accord. He smiles a little, bends down to open the case, and it's filled with solid silver Akami eggshells. So, is, did he switch cases again yeah, or did okay because i was like how and then why would you like anyway so now you just so basically like stole jacob's stuff and gave him some silver alchemy eggs which the... is like just give him the money because like how do you okay so this alchemy? okay so literally so new so this is like the the letter it says mm-hmm. dear mr kowalski you are wasted in the canning factory please take these alchemy eggshells as collateral for, as collateral for your bakery a well-wisher so questions how does this work in the muggle world what is the value in the muggle world? What's the exchange rate? How does this not violate the statute of secrecy? Like, how does any of this work? Why, how would you, you can't take silver alchemy eggs to the bank and be like, oh, look, here are these alchemy eggs. And they're like, I never heard of alchemy eggs before. It's like, oh, but they silver. So like, why not just give him money? Right. So I think because they're pure silver, you can exchange them the way that you would if you had like bars of gold, but you could also melt them down and make bars of silver and give them the, and give them that, that way. Because would, if you're getting like, which would actually be a thing that he could use, right? Because if you're just like, oh, here are these eggs, or like they're eggshells. Mm-hmm. Wait, I, okay, so I'm not trying to remember they now. Like are they shells. are they are they full like eggs or are they just chips? They're, because if they've been hatched, they looked they look hatched. They look they're broken, but you can tell that they're eggs shells. How the fuck does this work? This is stupid. Because in what, like, you going up to, what's the banker's name? Whatever the fuck his Peterson. name is. Uh, Bingley? Is that, was that Bingley? It was Bingley, because Charles. It? Cool. So you going up to Bingley, like, hey, I got these eggs. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck those are. 
And he's like, well, I got a bunch They're of them. Silver. And they look silver. But like, how? I guess then they have to test it to make mm-hmm. sure it's actual real silver. And then what if it's not? What if it just looks silver and it's some other magical ore? <sighs> anyway, it, I guess it doesn't matter because apparently they work. Um, 122. New York Harbor. Back to our other romance. Um, Newt's walking through the crowd. He's preparing to leave New York. Finally. Um, overcoat on, huff puff scarf around his neck. And I just, you know, why don't we just leave Hogwarts out of it? I guess it's Hufflepuff. I mean, I'm sorry to these Hufflepuffs. Like, yikes. I mean, okay. I didn't really, like, have a problem with Newt as, like, Hufflepuff representation. But now I'm like, he ain't even graduate. He's mad incompetent. This is just giving Hufflepuffs a bad name. Like, I just can't. I truly cannot. I remember when this was announced and I was like, we're never going to get a Ravenclaw story. And now I'm like, never give us a Ravenclaw story. (laughs) No thanks. There is no way. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Maggie mentions too that he could have said these are like silver sculptures or like art pieces. He like Fabergé eggs yeah, are very like expensive like, and like known. Alchemy eggs. Like, alchemy eggs to a muggle. A nomad. My bad. The fuck is I an alchemy? Spell. Like I don't know what that is. As collateral, like cool, but I just thought I was like they can't spell. Like so, you failed the spelling bee test. Like you, you need you get red split. Like we're not even there yet. I know, but I've been... <laughs> we have time. What I know, the you know the no magic, <laughs> the no magic, no magic. Um. So Tina. So okay. So Newt is he has a soft clothes scarf around his neck, and his case is tied up tightly with string. And I'm just like, are you a wizard or not? You can't tap your little catch and make sure it don't flip open anymore. You got to pull it together with string. Are you kidding me? Maybe that was because that was like sixth year. That was in the newts, and he didn't take his newts. He didn't get that far. He was like, "My name is Newt. Why do I have, Why to, do take I have a newt? to take newts?" And it was really so that he could learn how to charm his suitcase shut. And now he has to resort to string. Or go to the freaking New York Diagon Alley, which is probably called Diagon Alley. New, new it's called New Diagon Alley, new and and get a new case. It's called New Diagon Alley. It is, and I'm upset because. <laughs> I can't think of why it wouldn't be called that. New York, New Hampshire, New Jersey, mm-hmm. New Diagon Alley. But it's the 18th Diagon Alley, so it's actually new, 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 new Diagon Alley. Tina is walking with Newt. Um, they stop at the boarding gate. Tina looks anxious. And it's like, well, it's been, hasn't it, said Tina. Um, and then she's like, I wanted to thank you. Um, if you hadn't said all those nice things to me, uh, about me to, to Madam Pickery, I wouldn't be back on the investigative team now, which like, should she be? Cause sure, shouldn't she's have been. not that great of an investigator, but okay. Like, I think that's the thing is like, you know, like in detective or, or like movies or whatever, or stories where, you know, even if they're like been suspended for some reason, they have to like prove themselves back to like doing shit. None of them actually did anything. They just kind of ended up. Things in the, happened in the, while they were to in, them, and they just happened to be there. Yeah. And then, like all of a sudden, they're heroes. But they didn't actually like. What did Tina do? She like talked to Credence for like two seconds, and then he blew up anyway. So like, I just don't understand. <laughs> um, it's like I can't think of anyone I'd rather have investigating me. I can think of a few people. So that's a big yikes. Um, but look at this flirting though. Yeah, Tina is shyly appreciative. Um, so I've been reading like so much Austin, like, and that no, that's not even true. I've been reading a lot of Austin fanfic. 
<laughs> yells are definitely <laughs> not, not the same not thing. The same. Um, but there's always like these moments of blushing and looking up and lidded eyelash lashes. Which sure. what is a lidded like, eyelash? Okay, so you know what really irks me about what is like a lidded, looking so, up through lidded yes, lids. Okay, yeah. So that's one of the things that what always bother me lid? about writing. About like about writing about like in those kind of moments where like in any and it happens in like fic it happens in like books where they'd be like she looked up or he looked up at her through half the eye no through their eyelashes and I'd be really sometimes <laughs> sometimes I'd be close my eyes like okay how maybe because my eyelashes aren't that long I'm like how the fuck did you look through that how do you because when you look up the, <laughs> the lids go, go up. back so that means the eyelashes also go back so it's not like they are in front of your eyes <laughs> and then they're trying to <laughs> and then they're trying to like imagine like imagine they have long eyelashes but just like are like bangs <laughs> brother wears glasses and has had to since he was like five because he had dreadlocks and he had one in the front of his face and so it made him like cross-eyed because he would try to look at it as opposed to <laughs> past it and so then i'm like so then they must need glasses because they got these eyelashes in front of their eyes and they're trying to look through and be sultry but like <laughs> half-footed half-footed lids <laughs> <laughs> like, so you're looking at the one with your eyes closed when you're just, <laughs> you're just like but then that makes me think of like, um, like older black men when they're like really feeling whatever it is they're saying and they close their eyes and they're just like, mm-hmm. So they're, <laughs> they're just like, hmm. And they're trying to get real deep, but then their eyes are closed. So they're not really looking at you, but they're like looking like In your at direction. the ancestors. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so I like, I really hate it as like a thing and it's not even written in this play at all or this movie at all but as like but, but as a thing like when they look through the eyelashes I don't understand how that works so <laughs> and I'm in actual tears so that's nice yeah but she's like blushing at him <sighs> and then um Tina is shyly appreciative and I'm yeah. like Cause she's she picked she's picking up when he's laying down. I'm just like, but where in that lies happiness? That way lies madness. I have read enough Jane Austen to know that staring at someone really really hard doesn't really get you anywhere. Yeah. It gets them thinking, ooh, is she okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need help? Do you have indigestion? That's they you know? probably do. I'm not gonna lie. Have they really been eating nothing? They made hot cocoa. Mm, they did. They probably drank the hot cocoa that Newton. Uh, she made him pie or strudel instead of an actual hot cocoa, meal. And that's all they've eaten. Mm-hmm. That's like that Alicia Keys video. You don't know my name. <laughs> 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 but most deaf eats some slow food. <laughs> hot, co- hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. And then it's like. So she out. thinks that she has a crush on this dude, but she was, but she just, it, her, she got bubble guts. It's, it's <laughs> really unfortunate. And hopefully after he leaves and she goes to the bathroom, she'll be like, oh, we good. We all set. That's fine. I figured um, it out. <clears throat> so cool. Ooh. Um, so Tina, <laughs> sorry. So just so y'all are aware of where we are, Newt has said that he wouldn't mind being investigated by Tina. 
And Tina's like, well, try not to try not to need investigating for a bit. This is sexual innuendo. When they say investigating, they mean, you know what I mean? You know, investigating for naughty bits. You know what I mean? Please. You know what I'm saying? Take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> investigating. <laughs> um. So Newt says, I will. Quiet life for me. Back to the ministry. Deliver my manuscript. Yo, so I have a question. Because he doesn't work for the ministry, right? So why would he going back to the ministry? And like, you never is the ministry of the Ministry of Magic Publishing Company? That was my second question. The ministry of Magic is publishing fantastic somewhere to find them. Mm-hmm. Duh. Also, this is only the second time his manuscript has been mentioned this whole time. And then Tina goes, I'll look out for it. Fantastic pieces in where to find them. Which like, ha ha ha, we see what you're doing here, I guess. Um, I think they did it quite well. Yeah. just Because I definitely needed to know the name of the Remembered book. and cared about the name of this book. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the and the and the movie. And the movie. Um, there are oh, weak yeah, smiles and a pause. Tina pluck up the courage. Does Lito Strange like to read? Oh my God, girl! You're a grown ass woman. Five G's. Good God, girl, get a grip. <laughs> Cause like you're. This is not. We are not teenagers. Latrice Royale would be a bald. Like I've been reading. Okay, so y'all already know what I've been reading. Um, <laughs> and like awkward Zuko is great, and that's some shit that he would say. Like, I read one yeah, but where he was also... really awkward, but he, they were old, and he was like, do you like to eat? <laughs> and it's adorable. But that's because that's Zuko. I don't give a fuck about Tina. <laughs> I'm just like, Lita Lestrange, why are you bring her up? Um, and he says, who? said, what's your man got to do with me? Um, and she said, the girl whose picture you carry. And he's like, I don't really know what Lita likes these days. People change. I've changed, I think, maybe a little. And Tina's delighted because she's like, wow. She's you, dying a Newt said, I changed a lot. You can too. And Tina was like, yo, that's crazy. Um, and so she's delighted but doesn't know how to express it because they are repressed. Like, this is mm-hmm. wild. Um, and now she's trying not to cry. What is awful? Because this is the type of stuff I go for. Like, repressed romance is my jam. Like, this is like... Like, you know, just... Insert it straight into my veins. I am. I have been watching. I watched Sanditon, and then Regency men or then Regency people got down on the floor, and I was appalled. Like I wanted to take a nap. I needed to calm down. It was. It was inappropriate to say the least, and unbecoming, and a scandal. Um, so the fact that like this repression annoys me is amazing. That's how you know you're doing it wrong. Pining. Pining is a thing that I love. I love a good pine. This is not it. Crazy making. Well, Portia, or sorry, Maggie says that you're into repressed moment romance, not constipated. Which again, <laughs> we've already said that Correct. Tina just needs one good bowel movement. Correct. And she'll be all it's good. It's not love, it's indigestion. Yeah. Man. She'll be good. It's like J.K. Rowling's entire writing style. Okay, so um, Newt's like, I'll send you a copy of, of my book if I may, and she's like, I'd like that if I may. Then he so, oh God, this this part. Oh my God. So Newt gazes at Tina, awkwardly affectionate. He gently reaches forward and touches her hair, oh, yeah. lingering for a moment. They stare into each other's eyes, and That's I'm like, she's gonna agonize over this for like two more movies. <laughs> That's the stuff. Okay, a last look. You ever had a hug haunt you for a year? <laughs> then J.K. Rowling is the author for you. J.K. Rowling, <laughs> she got gotcha. you. 
You might be entitled to compensation. Um, you ever find yourself looking at a man being like, what did that hug mean? Why didn't he say anything? When you could just like... Why did he call? Get a bag. Like, why are you worrying so much about a, like, a man? But you could just be like, living your life. Write a book. Know. I mean, this is like suffrage. Suffrage just happened. So I don't know what it was like. I mean, I'm sure... Wizards treated everyone with mutual respect and kinship, yes, regardless of, course. of gender mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But true, I mean, because her feet are in pants, so it must have. You know what I mean? Must have been. So you know, I think I'm pretty sure. Didn't she have on pants too? Tina had on pants. Tina had on pants. Yeah. Tina had on a whole zoot she suit had on as well. Pants. <laughs> with must spilling mustard on it too. So you know, she had mute like numerous copies, um, or I don't know. It's fine. It's wild because, like, again, I don't actually mind, like, the linger. Like, I don't, like, I like, it's, if I had read this in something else, it was any other couple. If it was any other story. And, like, the love interest reached out and, like, touched the hair and then they kind of had this, like, st- I would be sitting there, like, <gasps> like, heart palpitations. In this case, I just don't give a fuck. So, please, just move on. Either kiss or don't. Or, like, honestly, I think, also, this is the first, if we had had this, like, 50 scenes ago I'd be like oh okay yeah I peep the vision at this point I just know y'all getting married so like I'm like whatever I guess it has to happen also in the 20s could a could a man and a woman be speaking together or touching unsupervised without a chaperone or would that be a scandal that would shun them from society I guess it's the 20s people were wild it's the roaring 20s yeah I was gonna say I don't think that that I think that that was done by then but I wouldn't know but the you know wizarding world's back on so they're back in like medieval times and i guess apparently that's just the wizards in britain are back in medieval times the ones here are like right along they got the haircuts and everything and the boarding houses and... anyway um there's one last look and newt, newt suddenly moves away leaving tina standing raising a hand to touch where newt stroked her hair but then he's back I'm so sorry. How would you feel if I gave you your copy in person? Um, and this a radiant smile breaks across Tina's face and she's like, I'd like that very much. Um, he can't help but grin and he turns away. He pauses on the gangplank, pers- uh, perhaps sorry, perhaps unsure of how to act, um, but eventually moves on without looking back. Tina stands alone in the empty harbor. As she walks away, there's a playful skip intercept because I guess she Look has a- note. Bullshit. <laughs> Mine is like, does she think she has a date for like an un, for like an unspecified time. unspecified time? And he's going all the way across the pond. But that book, man. Also, books take forever to publish. So like, okay, like three years from now. I here. just, you know. Um, one twenty three. Jacob's Bakery, Lower East Side. Three months later. I don't know how we know. Do they say three months later in the thing? I don't remember. It I doesn't think matter. There might be like a title card or whatever yeah doesn't matter anyway it says here nope i don't okay wide shot of bustling new york street market stalls line the streets uh which heaves with busy people horses and carriages angle on a small inviting bakery um crowds throng outside the pretty little shop painted with the name kowalski people peer with interest at the shop's windows happy customers leave their arms laden with baked goods i mean you know love to see it 124 jacob's bakery um, <clears throat> closing the doorbell as it rings, signaling the entrance of a new customer. There are pastries and breads shaped like the demiguys, the Niffler, and the Arumpet. But which, he's like, been obliterated. 
Yeah, so the female customer, a female customer, is like, where do you get your ideas, Mr. Karofsky? And he's like, I don't know, they just come. And I, it's just so corny, I guess. I think, I, and I've said this before, I know I have. Um, it's also like cookie cutter. Like she just mm-hmm. is copy and pasting from all these other places and just throwing them in there. And it feels like, a, it feels like sometimes when I write things and I just put placeholders where I'm like, some shit happens right here. We gonna figure it out later. She never went back and figured it out. Like that's what it feels like most of the time. Um, she never did. It's just the same. It's like all this like cliche dialogue. Um, and she's done dialogue well. So like, it just. She, you know, it's like, they say like things are like riding a bike you know what I mean like you just get back to it and you're just like Mm -hmm. you know how to do that Mm -hmm. I don't think writing is one of those things (laughs) it definitely is not I'm not even gonna say it I don't feel like you just are like oh I did this well once I can always do it yeah forever and to perpetuity that's just like false like there's there's no way you do the one thing once and then immediately after that you you have to learn how to do it again you do some terrible shit I'll do that all the time. I'll be like, wow, this is the greatest thing I ever wrote. And then I'm like, wow, that is ass. <laughs> Immediately after. And I have to write chronologically too, so it's wild. Um, anyway, he hands the, ladies her, the lady her pastries. Um, Jacob is like, uh, here you go. Don't forget this. Enjoy. Uh, he turns, calls over one of his bakery assistants, uh, hands them the pair of keys, uh, tell him about, tells him to like check out storage, I guess. And then the bell tinkles again. Jacob looks up and is thunderstruck all over again. It's Queenie. They stare at each other. Queenie beams, radiant. Jacob quizzically, or quizzical and totally enchanted, touches his neck, a flicker of memory. He smiles back. So basically, Frank's nay who was for nothing. It was for nothing. He <laughs> said to break that down into syllables. Yes. So I can understand yes. what he just said. It literally was for Because like, first of all, if you're going to do that, like why is Queenie stalking this man? Like, you know you're not supposed to go over to this nomad, but she doesn't give a fuck. Mm-mm. So, she's just, like, They've never met a thing that they gave a fuck about. I guess. I mean, at this point, same. Because all this is bullshit. Like, I don't actually care. So, let me not ask questions. Other than, why? For what reason? Um, because. Okay. Well, that's the also, end. So, that's because. why. Because. And another thing. Just because. Money. That is really, you know, that's, that's, that's really what it is. Yeah. That's the money. They don't care. They care about the money. Anything, anything, anything anything for money, lie for you, die for you. Well, even sell my soul to the WB. Anything, anything, anything for money, lie for you, die for you. I sell my soul to the devil. Cool. Um. Can MVP, we do it? MVP bench or do no, this first? No, acknowledgements. Okay. All right, the acknowledgements. Cool. Um, <clears throat> these are, sorry, just so you guys know, uh, Diana wasn't planning on reading these and then I read them and I was like, these are the funniest thing I've ever read. This is quite possibly the best writing in the entire screenplay. Cool. Acknowledgements. Without the patience and wisdom of Steve Cloves and David Yates, there would be no Fantastic Beast screenplay, which means these are the people that we should really blame. So, <laughs> tight. Thanks for just letting us know off top. Um, they have my boundless gratitude for every note, every piece of encouragement, every improvement they suggested. They suggested improvement! <laughs> this was improved! 
This was the improvement. This was the improved. This was the improvement. Version. The improved and approved. This was improved. They gave notes and they kept reading and encouraging her to continue. That is, that is high comedy. <laughs> okay, this is my favorite part. Oh yeah, this is great. This is the best. Learning in Steve's immortal words to fit the woman to the dress has been a fascinating, challenging, exasperating, exhilarating, infuriating, and ultimately rewarding experience that I wouldn't have missed for the world. I couldn't have done it without them. So, fit the woman to the dress. Just me on lots of things. Well, first of all, it is in terms of misogynist and awful. Is. So there's that. There's that. Just from top. But it also means just from writing to bend and mold your characters to fit your plot. Mm-hmm. When your plot is doing things and which your characters would not do, doesn't make sense for who they who you set them up as. It also just gives you boundless plot holes can we remind you all too steve cloves is the one who wrote the order of the phoenix screenplay so he's been on my shit list for quite some time <laughs> for years um and now i know why clearly because he was fitting the woman to the dress he's like i don't give a fuck we just finna yeah i'm here now we're in this place we're in this scene so this has to happen so this is what y'all gonna so remember do. when newt was all like credence that's you know that's credence and he's whatever and we were like how but y'all never met because you didn't know each other it was because she was fitting fitting the woman to the dress she was like you need to work out you don't need to you know what i'm saying starve if you have to of course she asked a great question how much of this is bad edits rather than lack of edits i mean it's steve clothes and david yates are doing the editing Yes, 50-50? but I'm not going to say that they made it worse. I just, I don't believe that in my, sp- in my spirit. I don't believe they made it worse. I think they probably made it exactly the they, same as They made it, it shorter. Yeah, maybe that. Which made it worse because there was no time. Sure, for like some of the scenes yeah. or whatever to like connect Makes some sense. shit. Yeah, um, they just made it more nonsensical. Yeah, but, it was but I don't think that it was, yeah. Because this feels to me like a first draft that they were like, oh, we just gonna cut that scene. Who cares about how he got on the boat? As long as he on the boat. Um... Cool. That was really <laughs> all that matters, but David Heyman <clears throat> has been with me from the very first step of Harry Potter's transition to the big screen, and Fantastic Beasts would have been immeasurably poorer without him. You notice, It would have been better! You notice that he's, that she's only thinking, like, men. white men. White dudes. Like, all There's these, something wrong with this woman, like... It's just... It's been a very long journey since the first queasy lunch in Soho, and he's currently bringing Newt Bringing to new all the knowledge, dedication, and expertise that he brought to Harry Potter. Which, like... Okay. Um, I love Harry Potter. I love those movies. But they're not, in any way, a blueprint of good filmmaking. And, like, all of their successes owe to the success of those books. There would never have been a Fantastic Beasts franchise without Kevin Sujihara. Um, who I assume is of color, so... Yay, there's one. one. But also, it's his fault. Even though I've been (laughs) carrying the germ of an idea for Fantastic Beasts since 2001 when I wrote the initial book for charity. Um, It took Kevin to make me commit to bringing Newt's story to the big screen. So this, no, it's not lies. She had the germ of an idea. 
How tiny is, where is Kishana? How long is, how tiny is a fucking germ, first of all? And then on top of that, like she's talking about when she wrote the initial book for charity. The initial book was the textbook. It wasn't a book about Newt. It wasn't mm-hmm. this. It wasn't in any way a draft of this. It's the textbook she that has been since and published. It, and slapped it on. Like it's since been published for everyone to have. I have it upstairs in my room. Like I have an illustrated edition as well. Right. Like it, like. It was just the thing talking about the beast. It wasn't talking about Newt. It had a tiny little blurb about Newt's commander that she then edited because this came out. Mm-hmm. Like, so, yeah, it was a germ of an idea that he was like, Ayo, you know what we can make some money off of? Another white dude with floppy hair. Who was considered an outsider. Don't yeah. Don't that part. Mm-hmm. An and needs a meal. Needs a good meal. Preferably with some hot cocoa. Can I just... I'm offended because I love floppy haired Melanie Irish boy. But that's your prerogative. <laughs> she just she just turned into my fools, but yeah. She too loves them. Are you just gonna write a bunch of books about them though? Like, Flappy haired malnourished boys, they will be the heroes in all of my stories. Yikes. Cool. They won't be white. You can have floppy hair and malnourished boys in all shapes and sizes. That's fine. Lakeith? I'm, I'm good I'm good with that. He's not floppy haired. No, but he he's he's, he's got malnourished. The look. Sure. I'm not mad at that. I just I meant we we have enough of, of I just they're not gonna be white is what I'm eat saying. a meal I know that's fine if they're not white great you yes, know what I mean Patel I'm just saying white people be playing these tropes out and all of a sudden people of color can't do them no more so go ahead I'm Sasha I'll read it Dewan with long hair the bangs pushing talking about what if I drop a copy off to you in person oh okay. You'd love to see it. Okay. He's not all that malnourished looking. He can lose the weight. Yikes. <laughs> cool. Um, speaking of yikes, uh, his support has been invaluable and he deserves the lion's share of the credit for making this happen. AKA, the Warner Brothers won of that coin. He deserves the lion's share of the blame. So. Send all of your hate mail to him. Yes. Um, last but never least, my family have been enormously supportive of this project, even though it has meant me working through a year's worth of vacations. I don't know where I'd be without you, except that it would be a dark and lonely place where I wouldn't feel like inventing anything, which is nice. So her first mention of women. So did so to Neil, Jessica, David, and Kinsey, thank you for being completely wonderful, funny, and loving, and for still believing that I should pursue Fantastic Beasts, which like, that's your family. They got to say that. Mm-hmm. And um, also, they're like, mom... The new Tesla whatever came out, and we don't have it yet. How? I don't know why we don't have it yet, because you literally have a billion dollars already, but we don't, and I want it. So write, write that, write that shit. So write that screenplay. Um, however tricky and time consuming they I may want a moon. be. I want you to buy me a moon. So that's um, fantastic. Be somewhere to find them, guys. All right, MVP. Um, nobody. We all lose. We all lose. I'm gonna MVP um, Frank for saying no. <laughs> no. And then promptly leaving. <laughs> Being excused from the narrative. On a perfect day. No. Bianca MVP. Stop it. <laughs> when that's not possible, tell me, can you weather the storm? Oh, I have freaking Johnny. Okay, anyway, stop it. Bianca, wait, wait, wait. 
Yeah, Bianca, MVP's music team podcast host. See, that's why that's why I mm-hmm. sang because I saw that beforehand. <laughs> Amani, MVP's Wizard and Blues. See. Um, Maggie MVPs Mina Lima for collecting their check when they had trash. Yo, this is beautiful. Yo, this is beautiful. <laughs> beautiful gowns. Woo! That's Mina Lima with the gold embellishments. Embellishments. The, the did color palette what you had to do. Indeed. Indubitably. Mm-hmm. Art and design. You got it. Who you benching? The movie. J.K. Rowling, David Heyman, and uh, David Yates, and Steve, Steve him, and <laughs> he could go. Um, also, whoever came up with the phrase, fit the woman to the dress, like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with you? And thought that that like, was my God. Advice. Jeez Louise. I also want to MVP rum. Yes, from Porsche MVP Celestina Warback, whose bops she wishes we had for this. Indeed. Indeed. Indubitably. Um, but who did you bench? Oh, I benched J.K. Rowling, Warner Brothers, and everybody who ever was associated with this at any point in time. Um, if your name is on the credits, unless you're a PA... Or someone who was like your first job and you don't have no like actual, you just said yes because you needed that check. Um, but you were very like, you had no decision making power. If you are in the credits with decision making power, you are benched. Mm-hmm. Boom. Uh, <laughs> Bianca benches Joe. And uh, Amaya benches this mess of a script. Maggie bitches, J.K. Rowling, the producers, the VPs, everyone, and the decision chain. Hey, look at that, twins. Mm-hmm. And Portia's typing. Yo, this is like... We're going to look back on these times fondly. Are we? Because what's next? <laughs> <laughs> Portia bitches magical authorities because their lack of universal law enforcement. Indeed. <sighs> so thanks for listening. Um, next week we will be discussing. We hate ourselves. Scenes one through sixteen. You ever see someone like killing themselves slowly, and you're like, "But you could stop, or why?" Or a do you fantastic want to talk to someone beats, about it? the crimes of Grindelwald, and then they just keep doing it. You know. So. And you're like, does this bring you joy? I'm not even going to tell y'all to follow along. Just let us know who you think is a real MVP and who is benched. Um, or don't, honestly. Just let us know your thoughts after you listen to us talking about it. You don't have to read it. Don't do that to yourself. Want to join the conversation on Twitter? Uh, you can add us at We Black and Nerds. How use the hashtag wizard team. Um, check out our website, blackgirlscreate.org, for things that are not this and are much more fun and talk about black people doing creative things and not white people doing unoriginal things. Um, let us know your favorite R&B song yes 90s like what, what 90s what, early early 2000s. 2000s like what really sucks in your soul go listen to Craig David mm-hmm. okay sure yes like I just also confessions to go, born to do it slicker than your average I think goes you know the story go like just you know yeah um we will probably require more chocolate. 
We will definitely. I would like to. I would say honestly, I do think when you've been saying this, like I think it'll be. I think there will be at least one episode that will not be funny, but most of them I think will honestly be comical to read. So I'm hoping. I know there will probably be a couple moments where it's just some bullshit because it is bullshit. when but it's the thing the we're camp doing. Spells. I'm very excited for camp spells. Well, we also have to get through Little Strange, and that's really my main thing. That's going to be a, a moment. Um, but when we're done, we're going to do... Monday. I had to take a drink on Tuesday. I kept drinking on Wednesday. And on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, I cried on Sunday. I'm going to stay on Monday. Um, also... Uh, after this, we'll have fun. It just is going to take us till like August to be done. But then after that, we're going to do some really cool things and I'm really excited about it. And now we probably need to start planning for it. So there's that. Um, stay inside. And that's honestly really why we're reading this to give us time for other things. Yeah. To like formulate the other things. Um, we got a little distracted, you know, because like there was a whole global pandemic and then they were like, you can't leave your house and then they were like, you have to wash your hands 18 times a day and then we were both like, hey, we have eczema and they were like, fuck you, <laughs> keep washing your hands, bitch. And we were like, I mean, okay, I guess. And then I mean, I will say, construction. knock on wood, <laughs> I haven't been having such terrible allergies, so like because you ain't left the house. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I ain't got no eczema around my eyes. Come see about me. I can see. I don't have to look through my bangs of eyelashes. <laughs> through hooded lids. Through hooded lids. I don't have to do that. So we good. Um, thanks, y'all. Goodbye. <laughs>